sure is. Sure it is. Sure is Sunday, oh. November eleventh, two thousand eighteen. I'm Rich Meister. Across the room on the mic, spitting the fat beats, Eric Ortiz. I never know if I should ever introduce myself because I know after like a pause, he's go and alongside of me. It's yeah. I always, I always give you in. Hello. Uh, it's episode eleven, the Cooperative Play Podcast. Wow. We are over. We're over the hill. Oh, we are. And we it? got we got a fat show. Wow. Uh, I'm so tired. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, uh, you ran a 5K this morning. I, I did. How about that? I did. I ran a 5K in like four hours There's of sleep. There's a sleep with maybe. some booze in your system still? Yeah. Uh, that wasn't smart. But you Nothing know what? we do is. We get past that. We look at our past mistakes and we say, yep, that happened. And we say, yeah, we're going to record a podcast today too. Yeah. And um, it was a good idea, <laughs> I think. I think so. Actually, you know what? We'll see. We still have like an hour. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. Let's see how it goes. Um, video games. Oh boy, they've happened. Uh, I've played some. I know you've played some. God, I love video games. Uh, you picked up Diablo three for the Nintendo Switch. So why don't you tell me about that? Yeah. So it's almost I think day, maybe almost a little over day one twenty of me owning a Switch and still not picking up Octopath Traveler. You should get there. It's I have a phys- Octopath physical. You could always borrow that. That's literally I listen. It's literally the game. I was like, I'm gonna buy a Switch. I'm gonna buy Octopath, and then I just didn't do either. So, but yeah, I don't know why that never occurred to me. I, I own that physical. So if you ever wanted to just oh hell yeah, grab that cart for a little bit. Well, now I'm doing this thing. You know what? I will. Thank you. But now I'm doing this thing where I um I kind of don't buy another Switch game until I beat a Switch game. So I'm kind of taking a equivalent exchange going on you're, here. You're trying to not get a second portable Steam library? Yeah, I was actually doing what people should do and just beat what they have. But we don't, I don't do that. Yeah, I know. Well, I listen, I'm just saying there's a new thing I didn't do in the past. But mm-hmm. yes, I got Diablo 3, the Eternal Edition. Um, it, it was $60, which was a little hefty. I would have actually appreciated it if it was maybe like 40 but, you know, you do what you can. And um, I had never played Diablo 3, so I was the perfect demographic to purchase this game. Um, and I think the only Diablos I played were just two. So my expectations weren't too high, you know. I, I'm, in terms of the top-down, what do they call those, ARPGs? Those yeah, yeah, t- that's, um, and Diablos, you know, a, a loot ARPG. Yeah. I mean, I played Torchlight. I played both of them, actually. And by the second one, I was like, maybe I don't like these kinds of games. Because they got a little monotonous on Torchlight. But I think Diablo is really the one that, that hits for me yeah, in terms good. of those type of games. It's clicking. I, I like it. And um, it, it's smooth as hell. Like, the reviews are correct. You know what? It's smooth as hell. And Did you get that hot Ganon skin? Yeah. Actually, you have to like pay a transmog, like 50,000 coins per armor piece yes but yeah you could just run around as ganon That's i didn't good. do it yet but... I like yeah i would transmog it when i got like top level gear when yeah I got, like, a good build and or if i just like... want to be ridiculous yeah like i just want to be ganon now like they're good at doing dumb stuff like that like i have i put a lot of time to uh pc diablo and i think two years ago when you bought um the blizzcon virtual ticket mm-hmm. which i did uh for uh, as like a, a cosmetic item for like wings, because you know you could put wings on mm-hmm, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, you got Mercy's wings. Yeah, Overwatch, you get those in this. Cool. They just give you everything. Oh, they're just there in that. Yeah, yeah. Not to discredit your BlizzCon ticket, but they just honestly give you everything in this version um, that they've ever come out with in the game. So you know what? For a nice little neat sixty dollars for some who have played the game, 
Yeah, totally. I wouldn't even spend money on it as is. I think it's all the novelty of having a portable version of Diablo. Yeah, it's it's wicked. It's it's pretty wicked. It's it's cool. And um it, it really does run smooth like butter. I haven't experienced a frame drop the entire time. That's awesome to hear I, actually. Things haven't gotten hairy yet. Like I know that game can get pretty hairy, but so far, you know what, even in cutscenes, um anything. I'm trying to actually think of something, but no. I haven't even experienced a dip once. It's pretty sweet. And um, the game is seamless. Like, I port around to the town. I go. And this to is everything, right? Like you have the necromancer and the stuff? The whole thing. Yeah, That's I'm awesome. actually playing a necromancer with my brother because we have a little party two going on, a little co-op. And then solo, I'm playing a crusader. And both of them are pretty good blast. I mean, I'm, I'm just running. I think I got up to act two so far, and I, I'm having a blast. Now things are actually kicking my ass because in the first act, you can kind of breeze through a lot of it, especially because well, I'm just going on normal mode. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything hard. Um, and uh, now things are actually killing me, so now I'm actually careful. I, I like to up the difficulty on Diablo when I'm doing like a seasonal run or something. I didn't even know about seasonal runs or what they, they were. It came much later. Game. Yeah, it, it's a little odd. I, to me right now, it's a little odd, because at first I was like, let me start a seasonal. I'm like, oh, it has a leaf, it looks cool. There's no point to do it, I guess, when you first start the game. It's only after you beat it, yeah, it's kind of like a little race. It, and keeps, you get a, some good it gear. keeps a hook going, and it... The, the thing that got me to do that was it was almost kind of the same way I would treat like WoW for a while, which is like... I'm going to relax, listen to a podcast, and just, like, Diablo, I can kind of turn off. Uh-huh. Like, it's just mindless to a point, and I'm just sitting there clicking. Yeah, and especially if you've already beaten the story, and you kind of exhausted that. Like, you know, it really, you know, if you're just going in for the loot. Diablo has great, uh, great story. Great it's writing. not bad. I actually, um, I tried to reintroduce myself to the story after I bought this game. The and, lore. Uh, yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it all. Um... Nintendo is pretty good about it. They give you a bunch of crap to read and stuff, and I just went to the internet. But yeah, it's a pretty cool story. But um, honestly, right now, if you're ever considering buying it, or anybody for that matter, if you've played it before, wait for a sale. I don't imagine it'll be very long before this hits a sale sometime. But... The only reason um, I, I almost considered buying it mm. fairly recently is because... Uh... I've got a flight to LA coming up, and I kind of wanted something to load up on my Switch. Portability's the way. I I have a blast. I do it on my commute, and I just do it on the train. Um, I I really have just been playing that into the breach, which I'll get into later. But yeah, no Diablo. It gives me a two thumbs up. I like it. I actually I really do. I dig the game. But you want to know what I don't dig? The Diablo controversy of 2018. We can. We, you want to get right into that now? I don't know. We I figure it's a good segue. Yeah, we could. Um, and then we can go back. I'll do the other BlizzCon playing. stuff when we get there. Oh heck yeah! Um, but we'll we'll do the Diablo Immortal thing. So where where do you fall on that? Because um, I got feelings about all this. I don't blame. If we want to explain the situation, um, oh yeah, that's a good point. BlizzCon just happened. Um, and. The last announcement that Blizzard made was they were teasing, oh, Diablo news, Diablo news. And they announced Diablo Immortal, which is a Diablo phone game. And there's a level of controversy to people being like, this is a joke, right? And then some stuff coming out that it kind of looks a lot like a a phone MOBA that from this Chinese developer that is working on Diablo Immortal, which is like, hey... Mobile developers reuse assets. Like, I don't think that's that surprising. Yeah. And and they're like, oh, well, the interface is exactly the same. They make games like this. Yeah. They have an interface that works. Why wouldn't they stick with it? They usually have dev mills like that whenever they um just quickly churn out some apps and games, which is very efficient, and, and it makes them a, a ton of money. So, I, I mean... The whole thing was, where's Diablo 4? We yeah. Know, we know they're working on Diablo 4. They've said as much. Yeah. I, I think... 
I think they were well within their right to show it off. I think the way that they communicated it to the fans was yeah, important. I think the fail was all in the presentation. Yeah, and I think they knew it somehow. I don't even know what management may have been thinking with that. It, it would have been like if Bethesda closed their E3 keynote with Fallout Shelter. Yeah, and actually Bethesda's been pretty good at making fun of apps with Fallout Shelter here and there. Like, got right down to the icon of the game being like yeah. an angry man vault boy face. But, um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to... I think everybody's so... I'm not going to defend the fan base. Yeah, I'm not going to defend the fan base, because some of them have been, as usual, ridiculously volatile and but stupid. I, I think Blizzard kind of brought this upon themselves in the way they presented this, because they have fostered this sort of fan base, mm -hmm. like, to this whole, like, we're a family, we're a community, to the point that when you do something that, like, betrays them, like, in their eyes, because yeah, exactly. I don't see this as a betrayal, yeah. this isn't going to affect Diablo 4, this is just, hey, a lot of people play phones, we're going to throw a Diablo thing on the phone, you don't have to engage with that, I probably won't, I'll probably dive in to see what it is. I think, and my my gripes with it, I would say, is that it was just in poor taste because you have people spending a lot of money to come and see, you know, this kind of stuff. And especially when they are making an announcement that they were going to do something with Diablo. They um, said, though, to be fair, they said it was not Diablo 4. Yeah, but you know, you know what, though? They should have held on to one of the bigger things they had recently, like... This would have been a good time maybe to announce the Diablo Netflix series. Like, that could have been the thing you bluster around. That, or maybe people were just thinking that they just release a little spin-off. I doubt anybody's minds, I guess in that PC community, was thinking that it'd just be a mobile And also, game, you know? I think all they needed to do, and this is maybe the part that bums me out, is do the phone thing, premiere it. Maybe don't do it that close to the end, but do it whenever. Go, Diablo Immortal, come to phones, go over it real quick. And that's when you'd be like, oh, and one last thing. And then just throw us a logo for Diablo 4. Yeah. Just give me a title card. Because that's all it would take is them going, Diablo 4's happening. Yeah, I'm not even a fan of logo drops either. I think sometimes they're kind of just like, well, you knew. Neither you know, am I. It would have just been confirmation. But like, it would have been something for them, if you were going to do that. Well, it was like when Bethesda uh, did uh, Elder Scrolls 6 and... Uh, why can I... Oh, those mountain shots? When yeah, like, and oh, uh, what is the other game that we actually correctly predicted? Um, Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. Yeah, Starfield, Starfield. And, um... Or was it Star... No, it wasn't Star Citizen. It was Starfield. It was Starfield. Um... Yeah, and, um, I don't know. I just think that the entire presentation was, like, a, a mockery of, like, what's a good business decision. But we can get into more of that later, because there was some cool stuff yeah. at BlizzCon. I don't think it was a particularly, like, it was a lackluster BlizzCon. Yeah, and I, I don't think that, um, I think, for anything, I think the outrage has probably sizzled down. If it hasn't, I mean, come on, it's it's over. It's, you, yeah, just get over it's, it. it's fine. And people were hanging on to it. I mean, I was trolling around internet forums, and people were like, oh... I can't believe like I said, don't you guys have phones? And everyone were hanging on to every single word of these guys. I love I love that shot though. I know. <laughs> don't you guys have phones? Yeah, for meme potential, I love it. I just think that um you know, the people were really bitter about it, hanging on to every single word. I, I get if you're pissed for maybe the first week and you wanna do it, but I honestly if you're still bothered by it at this point, I mean they're gonna make millions and millions of dollars. It it really doesn't matter. You mm -hmm. you are right now an afterthought after this and totally. um you know. But you do what you can. Maybe I'll check. You know what, though? I will say this. It's going to be free. I'm going to try it at least I'm gonna once. I'm going to look. Yeah, why not? And I bet you some, most of the people who are complaining are going to try it. I know yeah. they will. And that's okay. I'm going to download it at so the we'll very least and see what it is. Yeah, we'll see what I happens. I signed up to see if I can get into that beta. 
Uh, yeah, they claim that it's all new asset. They claim that there was new assets and barely anything was reused. You know what? It'll release. The proof will be in the pudding. People can figure it out for themselves and we'll see you know, start yeah. up a new controversy if you want. But for right I don't now, think it's Diablo not. on phone is particularly exciting to me. No. Doesn't mean I won't try it because maybe it'll be fun and then it's just something for me to thumb around maybe on my it'll phone be occasionally. You'll never know. Um, I I played some games. Yeah, give me a game. Uh, I finished Red Dead. Oh, yeah? How'd you uh, like it? it? I really like it. Satisfying it might overstay its welcome a little bit. Really? Yeah, I was um, afraid of that. I feel like the last two epilogue chapters sort of meander a little bit. Were there two in Red Dead Redemption 1? I thought uh, there was just one with the sun, right? Yes. All right. And this is the same kind of like bait and switch thing. I won't get into what the twist is, mm-hmm. but uh, it's cool. Um, right. It does a lot of cool stuff for those characters. Um, that game's really good. It looks really good. It runs really well. It's... I would say my favorite Rockstar story I've ever yeah I've ever played. I would say Arthur Morgan's probably my favorite Rockstar protagonist. Yeah, you felt um, attached to them. Yeah, he. That's cool. And the supporting cast is great. Yeah. Um, great performances all around. I would actually like if they do story DLC. Um, I would like to see some of those uh, characters maybe explored a little bit more because they're kind of left in these ambiguous like. There's like a time skip where it's like this person did X thing and then one person goes off to do whatever. One character in particular, uh, Charles Smith, uh, who is a member of your gang, he's half Native American, half African American. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably one of the most interesting characters in a game full of interesting characters. I would love to get a little story DLC where we kind of see where he ends up. I like that. All right. Well, gonna have to buy it. Gonna have to play it. And did you feel at the end you were like, let's just say if there were no DLC, if you walked away from it, would you be like, okay. Yeah, good. because it very much is knocking on the door to Red Dead Redemption at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does it? Does it make like a it's little nod? right up against it. Oh, really? Okay, well, that's cool. Um, I was thinking of that scene in Red Dead Redemption. Um, oh, God. You know what, let's just skip this, because I know I'm going to okay. pronounce the word, but don't even worry about it. I think it was, um, you know, I, I got it, I got it. Oh, you got it? Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it was uh, when John Marson initially in the beginning of the game goes up to that fort. With one of his uh, old... Yes, uh, when you're trying to find Bill Williamson. Yeah, I think he was saying, like, I implore you to come down or something. I I always think... It's not implore. I know it's not. (laughs) Bill, I implore you to come down. Yeah, and he's using, like, big fancy words, and Bill's just making fun of him. I always think of that scene. I I still think it's funny. My favorite thing in Red Dead 2 might be how Arthur talks to his horse. Yeah, really? Like, when... good interactions? It's it's just like... (laughs) He's this gruff guy, and I love his voice. And then, like, you'll get, like, attacked, and, like, after the combat scenario is over, your horse is flipping out a little bit, and you hit, like, the calm button, and Arthur's just like, Whoa, girl. That's a good girl. That's my girl. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know about that. I just feel like, all right. <laughs> but I'm glad it was good, though. I'm actually really, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that it has, like, a satisfying story. I always think that Rockstar... No matter what, they always seem to manage to hit the As a landing. really good climax, there's a lot of really great moments in there. Like I said, biggest knock, I feel like towards the end, a lot of the side stuff, I'm like, I, I, I want to do it all, but especially because some of it, because of the way the story goes, some of it is not available in the uh, chapters. I mean, I mean, that's, you know what, though? Okay. It's a very clear narrative reason why that would be the case. Okay. Um, But, like, it's like, oh, man, we are really dragging out, like, this confrontation that's clearly coming, like, let's just get to it. Mm-hmm. Instead of just doing side quests. Yeah, I mean, if I hit that point in the game, I, there there have been times where I've experienced that in games where I just literally bum-rush it to the end at that point, because I just want it. It's a game I think I'm going to play again, too, uh, separately really? from it for a while. 
Okay. Like, I'd like to go back to this, like, a year from now. Well, you'll come back to the online, though, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think, November 20th. Okay. Uh, we start in on the beta. Very cool. Oh, it's just, they're gonna release a beta first? Yeah, like, they're gonna slow roll it out, and I'll, I'll see what that is. We'll talk more about that then. Alright. Cool. Okay. Um. Glad it was good. But I also played on the not-so-good end of the spectrum. Uh, in its entirety, in one sitting, I streamed the entire thing. You can find it in my Twitch archives. Uh, the Quiet Man. Now, was he actually quiet? He was. And I don't fucking get this game, man. Alright, give me, give me a quick synopsis of your best I can't. interpretation of the plot. I don't know what the fuck happened. Give me, give me the best You are a deaf man. I was fighting some guys that maybe killed my mom, who also looked exactly like this other lady that I think I might have been in love with. And then, spoilers for the fucking quiet man. And then I turned into a crow monster. You don't sound so quiet. It, and there's there's no audio. There's n- this like looks like a crow mask. Is this, are you actually a crow monster? That's later. They're not gonna shoot. But the crow mask is heavily involved. There's a ton of FMV. Um, there are real people on this cover. Yes, here. yes. There's a ton of FMV. Um, oh boy. There's no audio in any of the scenes. Even if the titular character, Dane, the the deaf man, is not there, there's still no audio. I, whenever somebody talks about FMV in a video game, I still think about those terrible games on the Sega I still think about Night Trap. (laughs) Yeah, I still think about, like, terrible games on, like, Saturn and CD. Laserdisc games. Yeah, like, those kind of crap. Jeez. Uh, the acting in those are fucking, it's fucking god-awful. I'm surprised Square Enix was a part of that. That's what's the amazing part of me. Like, we've played plenty of bad video games in our lives, but not often... Does a triple A dev miss so hard? Yeah, this is. I mean, it's bad. I'm looking it up now because I hadn't heard much about it, but it looks like it was marketed as a uh, game you could play in one set. How much did it cost? I, uh, Fifteen dollars. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. But it's like I, I bought it because I was hearing bad things. I wouldn't if it was a sixty dollars game. I would not have done this. But it's still crap. It's still crap. Um, the actual gameplay is like beat 'em up. Yeah. And it feels like a really bogged down, poorly put together version of, like, say, Arkham. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I died a couple times in big scenarios because there's no real sense of crowd control. Are you supposed to be, like, some kung fu master in this game? I never really get into why you are such a good fighter. I'm but watching this combat video. He's great. You're working in some, like, crime syndicate. There's a cop at one point who's helping you. Jesus. And now, and I don't know that I want to play this game twice. Square Enix pushed a patch out the other day. Then now when you beat the game, you can play through it a second time with all the audio restored. Now... And there's no subtitles What either. could you possibly gain from that? Understanding what is happening at all, because there's no subtitles either. But do you think that'll actually improve the game? No, but I'm curious as to what the fuck was going on. Like, if you told me that this game was written by aliens, whose only frame of reference for what human interactions are like... Was a DVD they found of the room? You'd believe it. I would believe that. Wow. Is this DLC going to be free? Yes. It's already... It's. It was just essentially a patch that was pushed. I don't think this is going to matter from the If I decide that I'm going to play it a second time, I think I will stream the entire thing again. How long did it take you again? Uh, Four, four and a half hours. Okay. We actually went out last night, and I had finished shortly before everyone's arrival... Do you this think you're that curious to come back and spend another four hours of your life on it? 
I would only do it if I do it for a stream, just mm-hmm. entertainment factor. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never sit here by myself and do it. Yeah, I was going to say, just like in your own... I just think there's some novelty to it, and I think people kind of, like, it's one of those things where it's like you want to see the train wreck for yourself. Now I'm curious. No, you know, I ain't touching this shit. Yeah, I'm not don't doing bother. It. I'm not doing it. I'll, if you if you want to do anything while you're busy doing something else, throw out my VOD in the corner. Yeah, maybe I'll just skip around on the VODs. And yeah, just see, look for the it. interesting parts. I, I get, I'm curious. Actually, no, I'm not. You know, I'll watch some of the VODs, but I'm not curious about this. If it's bad, chances are it's just bad. Yes, I would, I would. Poor Square. They just, they just keep doing stupid crap. This is, I don't know what this game is. Like, this was one of those things, too. People were apparently saying at E3, like, when people were taking meetings, they're like, have you seen The Quiet Man? You gotta see The Quiet Man. Like, oh, it's good? No. You gotta see it. <laughs> I, it's, it's gonna be one of the, I'm telling you, I bet you. Square didn't talk about this. There was no real PR behind it. How much do you want to bet that this is probably going to get like a little cult following? I think it. I, I think it might. How much do you want to bet? I think it has that people be- somewhere, some place are going to say that nobody really understood what it meant. Yeah, I think those people are already here. They're out on, on Reddit somewhere. They're going to say, you know what? You guys just don't appreciate what's going on. I think I know which Square Enix is trying to go for this one. I don't think anything that happened here was intentional. Oh boy, that, that's well. I'm glad you played it. Human yeah. Head Studios, Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Fuck's wrong with you. <laughs> so I see you have been playing Into the Breach again. I know, and I know I mentioned this once too. Yeah, but I've actually played it more because I've played it more for fifteen, more than fifteen minutes. You're playing the Switch version, right? Yeah. I I love this game. It's a great it, game. Yeah. It, it's I last time I played it for like fifteen minutes, and I was like, yeah, this game's great. You know, it's like a kind of like a strategy chess kind of game. This game's lit, and it, I, I usually don't use that. It's so much more like a puzzle game than even strategy because it's like looking... Because you can see how everything's going to play out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything, all cards are on the table. I I am a big fan of these types of games, too. There is no ambiguity. All cards are on the table. The only sense of randomness that you will get is maybe how the map is laid out. I still don't know if the maps are procedurally generated or if they're all the same, you know, for the missions that you're doing and the missions just cycle through depending on where you are. But um, the only element of randomness I've ever seen is maybe like map placements of like cities that you can't let, um, let get hit and the placements of the VEC, which are the insectoid aliens. And um, for those who don't even know, Into the Breach is made by the same people faster than light. Um, completely different game, but you are basically playing as time travelers who basically go into the breach. And um, you were traveling in different timelines where humanity is actually being wiped out by the insects called Vec. And it is basically a top-down strategy game where you control a team of three mechs, and they all do something. Yeah, does complete, and they all do completely different things. Like for example, the uh, initial team, and there's several teams, but the initial team that you get um, by default are called the Rift Walkers. The main one can just punch, and it does a lot of damage. Another one can shoot an artillery missile, which moves the Vec. Um, but it's completely strategic in terms of the placement. And each round you cycle through where you know where these aliens are going to attack, whether it's a city, whether it's a command center, an objective point, and you have to kind of finagle your way around, depending on where your mechs are, to either avoid, you know, make them avoid their targets, kill them before they do something sly, or just move them out of the way. Um, the game is hard. It's yes. very hard. 
And I actually welcome the challenge, too, and I never get pissed. So your guys can die over time, and if your pilots die, then you lose a lot of stats. Basically, there's a lot of there's just a lot going on yes. for a $15 game. It's great. And you, you can at any time abandon the current timeline. Yeah, abandon the you timeline. You jump into the rift. And you can take one of your pilots with you when mm. you go into the rift. Yeah, and there's some legacy to it. Yeah, there's legacy to it. And um, it's all different every single time you're really going in. And you get upgrades for certain things if you survive. But, you know, you find yourself in the beginning. I will guarantee that maybe in the beginning, unless you're just naturally good at just picking it up and I'm just terrible. I, you know, for the first two hours, I struggled with it a little bit. Because I was like, oh, I'm like, I was abandoning timelines left and right. I'm like, it was so hard. you got to find your footing get to know the team you're working yeah. with. Yeah. And some of the other teams are so very vastly different. Yeah, like, they are so different. There's one that has a unit that can, like, pop shields over cities. Yeah, and you um, have to that, figure out how to utilize that in the best way. It's it's crazy. Um, like, there's the other team, the Blitzkrieg team that I have. One of them just has, like, an electric whip. Another one throws rocks. And the third one is literally just a grappling hook. It doesn't even do damage. Yes, I know the team. So you have to... I don't even know. You just gotta finagle your way through it and kinda get a feel for the team that and you're on again. It's like learning something new. Have like environmentals so like you can yeah. break a dam to like flood a section of the map, drowning the vac. There, there's cool ideas. Yeah, or like protecting a train and a train's running yeah, through the map yeah, so yeah. you actually can't be on the road and you can't push the vec on the road because then the train will crash and blow up. It, it, it's very, the game is a lot of game. In a $15 package, which is a steal, I think. The soundtrack's pretty cool. And you know what? Every single time you get a new team, it's like playing the entire game all over again, but in a great way. For a it's while, completely different. that PC build was one of those games that I'm like, I'm just going to like turn on Netflix on one monitor, play a little Into the Breach, and just kind of unwind. Yeah, it's fantastic. And again, if you have a Switch and you have 15 I mean, it's really a no-brainer. Just take it on the go. I think it's great. I still play If I'm not playing Diablo sometimes, I just play it for maybe a good 20 minutes and... You can get a lot done. It's just, it's a lot of fun. So, as really, I just want to expand upon it, because I know last time I was like, yeah, I played it, it's a thing. But I, I really like it. I enjoy it. Cool. Yeah. Um, I also have been delving a little bit into, I bought a Castlevania collection on PS4, uh, Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night. Mm. Uh, Symphony of the Night, I've done up and down a million times over. Rondo of Blood, I have very little experience with it. I have played it a handful of times. Uh, but I've never beaten it, so mm. I am not terribly far in yet, but uh, I'm working my way through Rondo of Blood and liking it quite a bit. It's hard, right? It's it's a hard Castlevania game, but it's game. it feels good when you nail it. I'm up to, I think, like, level four, five. Um, so the, bo- the boss is a minotaur. I keep getting to the boss and getting smoked. Yeah, they're, they're all really tough. I think this one, I think I was telling you yesterday, I think this one, I'm 99% sure this one has, like, the hardest Dracula fight just because... It's just the stage. I won't even spoil it for you. I'll let you discover it if you haven't seen it. But it just... It's well, like I've seen the stupid... setting of that fight, but the much easier version, because as we all know, Symphony of the Night opens with the Dracula fight from Rondo yeah, of Blood, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like bogged down ridiculously. Yeah, yeah, well, it's com- it's a completely different environment. And um, the uh, yeah, the stage itself, it's like... It's, it's, a, real, it's a real middle finger when you're playing it, because... Whenever you get hit, that knockback animation, that really is your folly upon the entire thing. And you have to be so careful. And it's crazy knockback animation where certain attacks will, like, send you, like, barrel rolling through the air. And... It is crazy. The whole game is, like, cra- it's amped. Like, it's a hard game. It, Rondo of Blood fun. was a big deal at the time because it was so much more graphically advanced uh, compared to any Castlevania we had seen at that time. Yeah, it had two versions. It had the, um... The Super Nintendo Famicom one, and then it also had 
gosh, I'm forgetting. But it had an, it just had another version. That had, it was a PC Engine version. There you go, PC Engine. And um has two completely different versions of the soundtrack. I think it's one of the best soundtracks for the game. Or, oh, it's For great. any Castlevanias. I think it's among my top three by far. And, um... Yeah, no, it, I'm actually glad you're getting into it. It's a fun one. Yeah, it's it's one I had always regretted missing out on, so it's it's cool to be diving into that. Yeah, you get to play as Maria too, right? Yeah, I tried playing as Maria a little bit. You can miss Maria entirely. Um, you have to go. You have to in level two. There's a point where you're being chased by a monster, and you can find a key in one of the wall chandeliers. If you don't grab that key and then don't go downstairs when you enter the next room, you do not find the chamber where Maria is being held and you do not unlock her. Yeah, and then you just can't play for the rest of the game. I mean, it really is your preference. After you do it, you can switch between them, right? You could switch uh, between stages. Yeah, between stages. That's what yeah. And then, um, yeah, if you get a game over, they'd ask you if you want to switch characters as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I dig it. I think that's I think that's the first game with Richter. The official first game, anyways. Yeah. Besides Symphony. But yeah, Richter's lit. And, um... Can't wait for him to be in Smash as like a little little costume. Yeah, provider. Richter and Richter and, and Simon. Simon. Um, we could talk about that Smash stuff real quick. Uh, do you have any other games? Should we roll into the news? Um, I mean, we can roll into the news. I'm good. We'll roll right into the news, and I'll use that headway to mention Smash briefly because on the last episode we talked about who might be getting revealed in um that little quick tease. We're getting bad at this. We were wrong. Again. Uh, we we got Ken right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ken, Ken is there uh, as a an echo for Ryu. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little bit faster, but otherwise mostly the same. Uh, and Incineroar, uh, another Pokemon. I didn't know he was that popular. Uh, apparently, uh, Litten is pretty popular, I guess. So I didn't know the Pokemon was that popular. I mean, it's like a uh, a new age Machamp. So I didn't. Yeah. know that I just didn't know it was that popular. Firefighting. Um. And beyond that, they also revealed that there will be five DLC characters. The first being Piranha, Piranha Plant. I um, love Piranha Plant. If you pre-ordered the game, you probably have the code for Piranha Plant in your email box already. Really? You should know that, yeah. Wait, they give it to you? Yeah, they're, the first DLC character is free. That's pretty cool. Um, for a limited time, like a limited window during launch. Oh, whoa. Maybe I should just get it. Oh, man, marketing schemes. No, I probably won't do it right away. But, um... Yeah, I, I like Piranha Plant. I think it's fun. I think... I really like when Smash takes these, like, out-of-left-field characters and then makes them work, so I hope Piranha Plant plays well. Listen, even if they had Monty Mole, I'd, 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 I'd be down. I don't even care. Yeah, just give me anybody. If they had Birdo, I'd be like, all right. Uh, so, four more characters, we don't know who they are yet. Um, the last one's obviously Waluigi. Mm. Yeah, I honestly... I honestly feel like he will be one. I feel like he will be the last one. Yeah, I feel like they'll save him for last, and if they don't, then they literally just don't care. Or they didn't, they could not find a feasible use for him in the game, which, okay. But, I mean, listen, Piranha Plant, if you put Piranha Plant in, you gotta put Waluigi in. You'll, <laughs> you'll make something up. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll make it work. Um, but I like it. I'm hype. I, I still, I'm actually hyped. For, I haven't been hyped for a Smash since I think Melee on the GameCube, so I'm ready to be hyped. Yeah, there's so many. I actually was seeing that people were really salty that Piranha Plant was the character, except in you know instead of any of the projected ones like Banjo, because it, it's like who cares, man? There it's, are 76 characters in this game. Just yeah, find it's one. Fucking nuts! It's just find a freaking character. It like, doesn't matter. It's like they threw their entire studio, they threw everything into this thing, and people are like, yeah, 
Um, Isaac from Golden Sun should have been in this. And I'm like, listen, I love Golden Sun, but who gives a crap? It's like, yeah, it's, who cares? Just have them, they have them as an assist 70, trophy. 70, there you go. There's going to be 74 characters, I believe. Playable on day characters. One. 74. That's insane. I haven't seen a bigger roster like this in forever. I used to think Marvelous Capcom 2 was the biggest any game was ever going to get. No. This game is ridiculous. Yeah. And people are still like, uh, the game's gonna be garbage because you know Banjo Kazooie's not gonna. It's like, and we're gonna be. You. It's like peaking fun. towards eighty by the time all the DLC comes out. And if the people are still engaging, I wouldn't be surprised for them to announce a second wave of DLC. I'm not even a Nintendo loyalist. I don't even care. It just you know they're throwing in like seventy four characters. That's so many. I was happy when we got the Belmonts. I thought that was great. I was pretty much done at that point. I was like, yeah, it. It, they were actually all in one direct. All my favorites. King K. Rule, the Belmonts. Yeah, but even if they weren't, you think I would have been like, oh no. man. It's just I can't cool play that they're this there. I would have been like, oh, it would have been cool if they threw him in, but you know. But yeah, I think Piranha Plant's actually really cool. I think it's kind of like a left feet. I like that he's got little feet coming yeah, out of the bottom piece, of the pipe. Turns into PD Piranha. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's this, his old. This guy's right? a lot of yeah. This guy's a lot of potential. I like him. It's so, cool. I, I think Smash is gonna be cool. I think it's gonna be a cool hot game. take. Uh-huh. Hot take. I think Smash is gonna be cool. Yeah, that's not really hot. Yeah, uh, you know yeah. what? I'll, yeah, lukewarm. That's that's a, that's a lukewarm. Uh, all right, let's roll into uh, a lot of news happened because stuff was going on while we were away. Oh yeah, um, Microsoft just hosted its XO18 event. Um, I'm gonna go into the bigger news pantheon for that, but there's there's more than a few announcements here. Uh, I, I pulled some big ones. Uh, for starters, Microsoft has acquired two more studios. I think that's the biggest one. Yes, that's the biggest one. Um, Obsidian and In Exile are joining the Microsoft family. Um, Crackdown 3 hit with a release date. I cannot believe it. February 15th. I cannot believe people. How do you care anymore? And I love Crackdown. I cannot believe people still care about this. Remember when this game was supposed to launch in February of 2016? Man, I remember when this game was just bought because people want to play a Halo beta. Like, I, I who cares? It, I cannot believe it, it. I, I really like the first Crackdown. I, I'm sure it was an okay game, but you know what? Anytime I've ever heard about this game, it's either been lukewarm or just not. I would argue good. that the original Crackdown is a fantastic game. Yeah, you that really has like a it? pretty strong following. Maybe just skip my radar. Crackdown I two, just, not as know. good. I don't know. I just, I don't see it. I don't see the appeal. But you know what? They're making it, so I hope they sell it. To hit, um, I, there's a lot on here that really doesn't matter that much, but um, Sea of Thieves is getting a standalone PvP expansion called the Arena. Uh, I'm okay with that. Seems interesting. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, mouse and keyboard support is coming to the Xbox One version of Fortnite. That's cool. 16 more games will be joining Xbox Game Pass in the next couple of months. Yeah, I saw the Ori game. Yeah, but, and the new one and the original. The Will O' Wisps. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then we saw the Devil Breaker weapons for uh, Devil May Cry 5, and they showed off the training mode. I'm actually pretty hyped for that game. Yeah, I'm excited to see what's going on there. We all kind of knew this would be a thing, but it's cool to see. They showed off one of the Devil Breakers, uh, Let's Nero jump and slide like Mega Man. Ah, my favorites. Yeah, that's what everybody I can't wants. wait to just be sliding all around. Uh, Winnie the Pooh showed up at a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer. He had no pants. I mean, that was that was customary. Yeah, Winnie, that's his Winnie thing. Who doesn't need to wear pants? But uh, oh yeah, and uh, all three, all three of the Final Fantasy thirteen games are coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility. I almost forgot that they made three of those things. Yeah, uh, the first one is the worst one. <laughs> the actual Final Fantasy thirteen. Final you... Fantasy thirteen two is a way better game than Final Fantasy thirteen. 
Oh, God. I don't even know they made those. I think uh, Microsoft acquiring those two studios, though, with Obsidian, I think that's huge. That's a, that's um, a huge deal that, because... That's going to be very That means huge. we're going to get some really good RPGs that are Xbox One exclusives. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that because I don't have an Xbox One, but... Here's the thing you should know. The They're going to come to PC, too. Yeah, oh, but you know, and you know what? That's the way the cookie crumbles. This is what I was talking about this a few episodes back with cross-compatibility. That's the way business works. It's okay. Yep. Them's the future. Uh, this is one that kind of bummed me out a little bit. Uh, Square had a conference the other last last week, mm-hmm. uh, where we thought we were gonna get some announcements. But here's what they announced: they canceled seventy five percent of the remaining DLC for Final Fantasy fifteen, which I think is terrible. And Tabata, story. the creative director, uh, the one who took over for Nomura, has departed the company. Jeez. That's a big deal. And also, I, I feel bad for people. I never really got into... I still have to play Final Fantasy XV, but I know that people were waiting for more DLC just to make more of the story. Well, they were going to do more character chapters. Yeah, yeah. Um, just kind of flesh it all now out. Now only one of them, the one that's basically almost done, is coming out. That's crazy. But maybe they just thought about it and they just said, you know what, cost... Shift into Final Fantasy sixteen, maybe? Yeah, maybe it but just wasn't worth the cost. the Tabata leaving thing has me... That's a big deal. Just because, well, you get the same kind of quality. What Final Fantasy sixteen is is kind of up in the air now. Yeah, and they're probably going to have to restructure it depending on who comes back. Or whoever becomes a new creative director is going to have probably I say new get taste. Yoko Taro. You think he's going to go for it? He's talked about the idea of doing a Final Fantasy game, and I just think I'd love to play a Yoko Taro Final I mean, Fantasy. The position's currently empty, so yeah. I'd be welcome to it. Get him in. But yeah, I actually feel bad for Final Fantasy fifteen fans just because... You know, I know that people really wanted to have more out of the story, and now they ain't gonna get it. So, it's a feel for you. Because it's a good game. I feel. Uh, let's talk about BlizzCon. Alright. Some, but beyond the Diablo Immortal, uh, conversation we already had, mm-hmm. some stuff happened at BlizzCon. Most interesting, in my opinion, Warcraft 3 Reforged. I, see, I love Warcraft 3. Warcraft 2 is better. You think so? I think so. Um, I, I, I never played it. I think, I think the hero stuff turned a lot of people off in Warcraft Three, but mm. also worked fine for a lot of people. But I'm excited to play Warcraft Three again. If they release the mod controls for it, like they did in Warcraft Three custom games, I'm in. I don't care. Oh, they they said yeah, they will because they said all the existing mods will work within this. Yeah, because Dota Two did it. Don't really feel it doesn't feel. The same. Here, here's the thing. Think about the think about this. If all the existing mods will work in it, we're gonna get Another a, a new Dota. Yeah, I know. we're essentially getting Dota remastered. I know, but you know what? For all the, for all the Dota loyalists, maybe that's a big deal. I don't know. I I'm thinking of the other I just think it's games neat. that I think were fantastic. Like, there was like Fortress Defense or like Element TD. There's just a bunch of them that were like classics. So if those are back. I'm down. And Warcraft 3, I don't want... I don't need to play the story again, but it was cool. Uh, and they're changing the story, though. Are they? Um, rema- were they well, they said they bit? are adding dialogue and things and scenarios to better reflect it integrating with World, World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I read about that, too. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, I, I thought... Which that seems like a thing you do if you're going to do this. It makes sense. Why not? It looks good, or certain it's going to look good. characters so will have a bigger does. role... Than they did because at the time they didn't know how important certain characters like Sylvanas Windrunner mm. would be to World of Warcraft. I'm down. I'll I'll just be I'll be cautiously optimistic. I think it looks just, really good. It's going to be solid no matter what. It just depends if you want to buy it again. I may. It depends. I, I think still I have Age of Empires too. I played a I bunch of game. the Starcraft remaster. Yeah, I, think I will do the same with this. All right. 
Let me know how it goes, then. I want to see how it is. Uh, other things going on at BlizzCon. Uh, we saw a new Overwatch hero. Ash. Ash. Uh, Ash. She, she a cowgirl what got the robot. What? <laughs> what? She's from McCree's... Uh, the, the leader of McCree's gang? The Deadlock gang? Yes. I, th- I thought McCree... No, I believe she is the leader. Wow. Right. Um, she's got a pretty cool uh, tool set from what I saw... She's got, like, this coach gun to kind of, like, uh, almost functions like Lucio's boop mm-hmm. to get you some distance. Yeah, that, that thing's ridiculous. She point, got, I saw footage of her pointing, like, the shotgun to the ground and just mm-hmm. bouncing up. I'm like, that's not how I aim. That's pretty works. awesome, though. Yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. And she has another long-range rifle. Um, and her ult is her robot companion, Bob. B-O-B. B-O-B. Uh, shooting some mothers up. Jeez. I have to play Overwatch again. I haven't played in quite. I haven't some played time. in a long time. Yeah, maybe, maybe Ash will bring. Ma- me maybe, back. Uh, yeah. I want to try that out. Uh, she's Overwatch Hero number twenty nine. We also got a brief look at who will be Overwatch Hero thirty. Who? Um, Echo, who's at the end of that short. Uh, she's the robot from Wally with more limbs. Whoa! I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah, who's to say? I, I don't know what her, we don't really know much about her. I mean, it's free. You can't complain. Free it's DLT. free. It's for me. I'm down. Cool. Uh, those are probably the big BlizzCon ones. Nothing. They didn't really have a lot. No, Hearthstone came. Out, they announced a new Hearthstone campaign. It was Naturally. like the tribes of whatever. They never show anything that's gonna ever make me go back to Hearthstone. Why would you buy? Okay, tell me this. What What else is there at BlizzCon? Um, what's What's the appeal of BlizzCon? Honestly, besides you got to be a, a diehard a Blizzard, Blizzard diehard. Products. But all they do is announce some games. Yeah. Have some demos. Maybe it's just to meet like-minded people. I think that's part of it. I think there's big events there. Because you're so ingrained there. and lower. It's, yeah. Like you were saying earlier, it's like a community, a family. For sure. Yeah, you know what? I answered my own question. I get it now. There you go. I get it. I get it! I get this. Um, YouTube, it's on the Switch now. Yeah, the meme potential is going to be great. You can now download can that. Things. You got the YouTube in your hands. You want the kids... Hello, fellow kids. I saw a video of a kid... Or guy playing Red Dead or playing a video of Red Dead Redemption, being like, "Yo, man, Red Dead Redemption's on the Switch." And they're like, "No way, man! How'd you get that?" He's like, "Really? How'd you get that?" He's like, "Oh, it's on the Switch." It's, it's on the just Switch. Just playing yeah. footage of Red Dead Redemption. That's which amazing. I was funny, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Netflix will follow soon after. Just yeah, like they, I mean, Hulu's they have it on the there. 3DS, so you might as well. Hulu weirdly was one of the first things there. Yeah, which and, you know, um, perfect because now I can watch the Golden Girls on my Switch. Ah, uh, yes, because who doesn't want to watch? Who that? doesn't want that? And um, I love B. Arthur. Yeah, but I, I add it up. Put it, put more on the switch. I like it. Keep doing it. Um. Okay, here's a weird one. Remember when they what put the Thanos in the Fortnite? Yes. Apparently, DC wants to continue its legacy of being on the off-brand <laughs> sort of end of the spectrum by go- coming to the joke way too late. And adding Harley Quinn and the version of the Joker nobody likes Why to PUBG. Why did they do this now? The movie... It's so strange. The movie of Seuss, it's it's gone. It's over by over a year. And it's if you, over. If you have to be Jared Leto in PUBG, you have to spend $25. That's crazy. I don't understand. What are they doing? I don't understand these what decisions. What are these guys doing? I personally what was the marketing. I personally like that? PUBG more than Fortnite, but I also don't understand why this is happening. Twenty five dollars, dude! You could buy like two games for that price. Yeah. 
Yeah, and pe- you know people. You could buy it. the Quiet Man for less than and that. And you know, and you know people did it, or they're gonna do oh, it. Oh, pe- plenty of people have. I'm sure. That's that's pretty. That's pretty ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's a stupid stunt. It's not even a new movie. No, it's, it's not even new. The whole thing's pretty amazing, though. The whole thing's dumb as hell. Just get- and. Who cares? Like it's just those two, yeah. it's Joker and Harley Quinn. What a weird decision, right? In, in a sea of other people, who cares? <laughs> now you're just gonna look so off when you have these two DC characters and nobody else to rebound off of them. It's gonna be Joker, Harley, and then everybody else in PUBG. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. It's dumb. The fact that you even have to, or pay maybe for that. it makes the most sense. No, no. Um, the NFL comes to Fortnite. That also is a thing that's I don't happening. know when that happened. I threw that in just because... I, I do remember reading that, and I saw you edit the I was like, footnote. look, the PUBG has the bad things, and the Fortnite got the uh, NFL. You can get, like, jerseys and stuff. So if you, sure. if you love football and you love Fortnite, get, go at it. And I see you left another note here, which I uh, I forgot this happened, but I did catch a snippet of it. And oh, I didn't forget. Boy, did it make me uncomfortable. Okay, so I didn't know about it. Until I saw the article. I knew about it when it was happening. Um, Fallout 76 did a stream with a ninja, Rick and Morty, and Logic. Yeah, and I don't watch, I don't watch Logic or and to Ninja. And to, to be fair, the characters Rick and Morty, like the cartoon characters, were superimposed in a window here. Yeah, and it was Justin a, Roiland just doing voices. It is so weird. I, I saw the ad to kind of promote the event where they were like, um... Man, I, 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 even the promotional made me cringe. It was on Twitter. It was like, get Swifty or something with these guys. I was like, so oh, it was, I was one like, of those God. things that like, marketing's really having a field you day. You see that happen and you're like, nobody, like nobody at any level was like, <laughs> maybe don't do this. Marketing, game company marketing departments right now, I don't know what they're doing. I, the past two weeks, I have no idea what the hell possessed them. You got, you got Blizzard, you got uh, the PUBG team, you got this shit. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Because they probably just thought, hey, you know what? On paper, I'll give them this. On paper, this probably sounded very good. We're going to take one of the most popular streamers that all the kids love. We're going to take another popular streamer that some other people fucking love. I, I don't watch Logic at all. Or anything, Neither, I don't but, know. I'm not familiar um, with their work. I don't I know even know his demographic. I know they play the Fortnite. Yeah, they play they they play a lot of Fortnite. Apparently, they're very good at video games, and they make a shit more ton of money than I'm ever gonna make. So they they got all this stuff though. What are you talking about? You're in this lucrative podcast business. Ah, do I? Are we supposed to get paid? <laughs> oh, is that video I'm paying you? Oh god. All right. Well, <laughs> I, you're paying me an exposure. Yeah, I'm paying um, you an exposure. You but, uh, dumb motherfucker. <laughs> um. But yeah, and then and then they take Rick and Morty, which is vastly popular. And I get they even have Rick and Morty at the uh, the Emmys or the Oscars. Or it's some a shit. formula for success. It was until you start to think about it at all. I just felt bad. I actually watched a good half of it, and it was bad. It was actually terrible, and I actually felt bad. Not and make no mistake, I did not contribute to the view count. Of if this. I, I were in odds. Bethesda's marketing room, like five minutes before this went off, I would have just peeked in the door and been like, "Guys, it's not too late to pull the plug." It it was bad. Um, I watched like some offhand stream of it, of Avad, and so I did not contribute to these numbers. And I'm actually glad I didn't because it was just terrible. Um, it, it, all three of them, you could tell, literally had never spoken to each other beforehand. Um, I'm sure they just came with them with the marketing opportunity. Well, I'm pretty like, sure like, you want to make a shit ton of money. Spoke to Rick and Morty because they're fictional characters. Yeah, and also and was Justin Roiland like RPing through the whole thing. I actually like, wanted to know if he was okay because like Justin Roiland, Dan Harmon. They're a couple of weird fucking guys. They mm-hmm. just sound like them. But you know what? They're funny. They have their moments. But this yeah. was just like so hit and miss. 
They were trying to RP the entire time. I think time. Roiland in particular does a lot of, like, weirder shit that, like, I find cringier, I guess. Like, I'm not gonna say, like, he seems like a decent enough dude, but he does a lot of weird stuff like this where I'm like, I don't know if that's a great idea, man. And you could argue that, you know what, the guy's voice in two characters, a lot of work. You can tell there was nothing planned beforehand for this. There was no problem. They were yeah. just like, let's just do it as off-the-cuff and improv as possible. But it just didn't work when you have two other people who were not there to go with your brand of humor or kind of reverberate that off of you. It was awful. It, it was just a cringy thing. If you want to see some cringe, just go to it. it just check it out. It really isn't that funny. Um, and, yeah, it was just one of those things where I knew it was a bad idea. And Fallout 76, I'm reading a lot of flack for it right now. Uh, people yeah. are saying it's a buggy mess. It's not going to be good. It, I'm beyond, like, oh, the, beyond the bugs, I can say this. I like Fallout a lot. Yeah. I have no interest in playing this. Yeah, me neither. Actually, um, as it was getting close, I had interest, but as it was getting closer, for whatever reason, I just I barely I cared. I spoke with a Destructoid's own Dan Romare, who has been playing the beta. What do you think? Um, he does. He loves Fallout. Mm-hmm. He does not like this. Mm, that's a good. Sign. Um, the trust. My major concern opinion. is the the problem he's having, which is when you pluck pluck all the NPCs out of a Fallout game, like, I, I'm not interested in that world now. Yeah, because it just feels it's empty. story-driven. That's the whole point of why it's good. And he talked about how, like, th- there's not even other human characters, like, not even enemies. It's just all Fallout. Like, like there are raider see. corpses everywhere, but you never see a raider. There's no raiders in the There's game? no human enemies. That's weird. There's That's just weird. feral ghouls why, and you're mutated. supposed to be the raiders? That's I weird. guess. That's weird. I don't like that. It's one of the available factions, I think, is the raiders. No, but hold on a second. In the trailer, there's raiders. There are no human enemies in game. That's weird. I think if I they showed raiders in a trailer, those were supposed to be players. God, that game does not sound too good. It sounds like one of those games that's gonna be a rose when it has a bunch of patches and updates. But for right now, just avoid. There are there are just feral ghouls everywhere. There are no actual, like, ghouls, like, talking ghouls. What? Um, there... Because there are no... So they just cut out all the characters. Uh, there's obviously no super mutants, because in the timeline of Fallout, super mutants don't exist yet. Which is okay. The Master has not created super mutants yet. ghouls would exist. Here's the thing I was thinking about, and I was talking to Dan about this after the fact. I'm like, this game seems like the perfect jumping-on point to do the thing I've always wanted them to do, which is just make... You should be able to play as a ghoul. You should. And it should make you physically weaker, but give you, like, rad resistance or something. Or just... And this is why it's really a shame. And if you're going to charge... It really grinds my gears, because if you're going to charge $60 for this crap, and it's blatantly not finished, or there's a lot to be desired, it's like... Jeez, man. It's, it just turns me off so hard. One of the things he, uh, I, I was thinking in regards to this... Fallout modding community is insane. I can't wait for someone to rip this map plug it into the Fallout 4 engine and just make a game in it. I I know for... And that's what I mean. It's going to become a rose later, whether it's by the actual uh, developers or by a modder in the community. It's just... That's just the thing. To get there, I do not I'm going to keep an eye on it. I don't intend to buy it. I do not Um, I am not going to intend to buy it. Because maybe it's a a No Man's Sky scenario. Maybe. And a year from now, it's a totally different thing that I want to play. It could either go one of two ways. Either it's going to get good, or it's going to die. They're going to rip support from it, and that's going to be the end of it. And they'll just focus on the new Fallout. I mean, it really will only go one of two ways. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll keep an eye on it, but 
Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to catch me on a sale for maybe $30 or at least half price. And even then, it better have some good stuff by then. So, I guess we'll wait Agreed. and see. Uh, yeah, but there's no there's no NPCs. There's just... That's so weird. You get me. all your contacts through uh, security monitors and robots. That, no, 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 no. See, if you're not even going to have super mutants, which makes sense. Which they can't from wearing it. Yeah, it's for, set hundreds for of years before... Reasons. That's fine. The rise of the super mutants. But you're telling me you can't have raiders, you can't have ghouls, you can't have actual people. So, even if you can't have super mutants, you can't actually have the people that were around during the time of the game. It, that's weird. That's a weird one for me. I wonder if they probably just knew that they had just too much, too little time to develop. Also, the funnier part being, people actually pointed out, um, one of the factions in Fallout 76 uh, is the Brothers of Steel. Yeah. But this game is actually set... Um, years before the Brotherhood of Steel exited their bunker. This, like, this is in Fallout Lore, can't... they spend a long time locked in a, a bunker, um, like this, their citadel, and this game takes place before they supposedly unlock it and come outside, so the Brotherhood of Steel should not be a thing. This is why I can't... You gotta be really careful about releasing multiplayer games surrounding heavy RPGs like that, where they have so much lore and history, because you know what? somebody's going to pick out something where it's just not going to make sense. And that doesn't make sense, then. Like, that's a Like, no super mutants. Okay, fine. Because chronologically, it makes sense. But now, okay, now we have the Brotherhood Seal, though. Don't even worry about it. It's like, at that point... What does it matter? Just, yeah. just throw everything in. Who cares? Just say, oh, you know, it was an indeterminable amount of time. Here. Here we go. Just throw them in. I'm sure... You know what, though? I'm sure super mutants will show up anyways. And I'm I, sure they'll come I in. get their whole, like... I get why there's no humans out there, because the idea is supposed to be, you're the first wave of humans coming out, so there there wouldn't be anyone out there, there'd just be robots, and I get that, but also it fucking sucks. That's lame as, that's a lame premise. It's like, stupid. there can be NPCs that came out at the same time as you, and you're seeing them start to build settlements and stuff. That's my point, though, like, who cares then? What is, so yes, it makes sense, but you think I'm gonna go, yeah, that makes sense. I'm happy with the decision that you made and that this game is so bare now. So yeah. Just throw everything in there. Who gives a crap? Just exactly. say, hey, people came out and we didn't even know about it. There you go. You just solved the entire problem of the game. Now it's not going <laughs> to yeah. feel like an empty ghost. Well, we'll see. Honestly, we'll see how it does. I I just have little to no interest in it right now. I'm it was clearly... I mean... It keep was a, a close eye on it. I have it no intention of buying it. Yeah. They, did, they were honest. They said there's just like a side thing that we were doing... But the same, again, whenever developers and publishers slap a $60 price tag on these stupid-ass pet projects and they don't end up doing well... And it looks like, good. Like, it, its whole look, it looks really good and there's big irradiated slots and I think that's neat. That, listen, there's a but, lot of good things... I'm sure you can find a lot of good things to like. As but things if the stand, majority of the game looks boring, screw it. There's a lot of other stuff I'd rather be playing. Um, and I heard it didn't run well either. I heard it wasn't really optimized. It's, it's not optimized well, but it's, it's a beta. Problems... That might get fixed, but who's who's to say? Who's to say? They're releasing it as a beta. It's it's been in beta for a while. Like, I know, but you know what I if mean. If you like, pre if you pre ordered it, you had beta. I mean, access. let's just say we're coming up on the release date this week. Yes. Two weeks ago, it was in a quote unquote beta. It's not like they're going to be able to devote time and development. Well, hours again, to the word beta game. has lost meaning. It, of course, in it has. The coming years, because this isn't a beta. This is just the game is done, and they're going to collect your feedback for a future patch. So, all right, we'll see what does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Unless you got any other big notes, I guess that about does it. I'm, I'm for, done for this week. Don't uh, don't wait for Fallout 76 feedback. Don't uh, one last tidbit. I guess I'll tease this out a little bit. We'll probably have more details on the next episode. Uh, but you and I spoke briefly 
uh, come December, towards the tail end, we're going to be putting together an Extra Life uh, team. Yes. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you plugged in for details on that. But with lasting plugs, uh, as always, I'm Ridge Meister, Eric Ortiz, across the way. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Well, where can we find you, Rich? Where I, I'm on the Twitters, uh, at the Rich Meister Zero. I'm over at destructoid.com, where I'm a contributing writer. You can read my words about games. Wonderful uh, words. Glorious words. Where, and you can find me right here on Clover Play. That's nice. Every other week. That's very beautiful. Where, where can we find you? You know, I'm around town. <laughs> um, chances are you're probably gonna find me here at Cooperative Play. But listen, I, yeah, I'm on Twitter. You just gotta You're find on, me. You gotta find him. You gotta find me. I um, made a tweet over two. I years. follow him. Yeah, uh, you find me. And then you, can, I'll make maybe I'll make a tweet if I get a new follow. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm desperate. Um, I'm gonna plug again as always. Uh, like this podcast if you're listening to it on the iTunes or your podcatcher or whatever. Uh, leave a review even if it's shitty because that is how people find us. Uh, that's how iTunes works for some reason. Still working on Spotify. I, I don't know who I'm telling. Anyone who would be listening on Spotify can't hear me. But maybe you you use iTunes, but you prefer Spotify, and you're like, ah, I wish they were on Spotify. Yeah, get me on Spotify. Yeah, I want to listen to myself. Hit up my SoundCloud. We, we don't have a SoundCloud now. But uh, yeah, this has been episode 11. Uh, I got a trip coming up, and we'll, we'll see you in two weeks. Right, goodbye. Bye. Bye.